You're listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper, a podcast about how to become a better and more successful yoga teacher. With Anastasia Shevchenko, the founder of the Berlin Yoga Conference, and Nadezhda Gapova, founder of Yoagna Yoga and Nonstop Yoga Festival. Hello, you're listening to Yoga Teacher's Helper. That's episode nine. Fresh yoga teacher fears around teaching and public speaking. Very interesting topic for me uh, because. I had and still have times a lot of fears and today we want to talk about what kind of fears can come and how you can deal with this and yeah just speak about this. So the first thing that we would like to say that it's okay to have fears that's absolutely normal and it would be even strange if you would have no fears by starting to teach because yeah you have special position and that's okay that shows that you have some respect also it's okay to have fears but also it's important to be mindful of them so to know okay that's i have them uh, to see them and don't let them dictate what you have to do so for example when you come up to the class and then you start the class oh actually i'm very nervous Sometimes it's good, but maybe not in yoga class. <laughs> Sometimes uh, people say, yeah, if you're really nervous to just build it up while public speaking, you can say, I'm really um, excited now to speak about this, like to share your fears, but don't tell in the class that you're not really sure how to teach and what to do. That is the information for you. Yeah, well, as a yoga teacher, as a, someone who is kind of like a leader of opinion, people look up to you. So you have to be a model. You are obviously a human being and it's fine that you have fears and insecurities and sometimes bad days. But remember that your profession or your position puts you in the circumstances where you want to inspire people and to motivate people. And that means that you should put the focus on the positive things and 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 give people energy rather than the other way around <laughs> yeah. so at this point maybe it would be nice if you really don't have time just to make some deeper breathings out yeah to calm down yourself the best way is to have your own practice before you teach then you're really warmed up then you're really also you calm down yourself by your own practice but we don't always have the time for this but it would be the best way and yeah be authentical and uh, feel your position and people will follow you because they know you, you're a teacher they might listen much more to you than if you would just be a fellow okay don't uh, forget that you will never please everybody that's also normal it's natural that some people will be attracted to you and some will will go it happens to everyone There is a special fear about touching people. It's a special topic. Should I touch people or not? That's definitely, if you have some fear of touching people, then don't do it. It's a, an act of kindness, of compassion, and it, can, it should come out of your heart. And it should be really that you yeah, feel like. And you should feel confident. If you, if you are not feeling compassion to the person that you touch, then don't touch them because you might pro pro project like a bad energy or you might even injure them because you, you, you don't really want to be touching them, but you are. <laughs> so just uh, show to them or give some instructions with your voice or um, demonstrate. You know, there are many ways that you could work with the person in front of you without touching them. 
and it's also important to be mindful of what kind of person is in front of you. Like some people, you can tell that they really would like to be touched, that they want to get an adjustment, and other people, you can tell that they really don't want to be touched. Yeah. So don't touch them. Sometimes it's a good practice to ask at the beginning who would like to have and who doesn't want to be touched. Um, some people say sometimes, yeah, we don't like it, and then you are more sure about how to act with the people. Be mindful of the kind of energy you project and share with others. That is when you teach, when you speak, and also, of course, when you touch. Be responsible for your own state of mind when teaching. This is for you if you're really anxious. Just uh, do some practice for yourself before. And, of course, don't be afraid of judgment. That's, again, natural. People come and we are always judging. Like, we are always, maybe not judging, but have kind of like-dislike. That's our nature. And uh, people will like or dislike you. Or they might dislike you in the beginning of the class, but after the class, if you're a really great teacher and you're able to hold the space for all of these different yes. people and you help them to come out of their protective layers and their fears and, and their ego, by the end of the class, they're going to open up and they're going to love you and they're going to like you, even though in the beginning it may have been not the case. Yeah, and that's, here we can become a bit uh, philosophical and uh, expanded. Um, don't be afraid of ju judgment on our whole life. So life is too short to be afraid what uh, other people think about you. Practice it in your everyday life. Yes. So when you are, for instance, focusing on a very specific niche, like on a specific type of people that you want to serve, that you want to teach yoga to, don't be afraid to leave out other people. So sometimes like the biggest, um, not criticism, but the biggest um, thing that people express when, when they talk about um, why they don't want to focus on a specific niche, on a specific group of students that they, they could serve, is that they, they're afraid that then they're going to not be able to teach other people yoga. But the thing is, it's natural that you are good at teaching specific type of people and not so good at teaching other type of people because people are so different and so unique and they come from different situations and different um, cultural backgrounds. And so you should teach those people that you authentically relate to the most and those people that are the most obvious in your own network and that you're the most exposed to. So don't go out too much out of your own life and try to find like this group of people that you're supposed to serve because that's what you really want to do because like you have some kind of idealistic notions about providing social work or whatever. It doesn't really work that way. If you naturally offered an opportunity to, to serve a specific group of people, then do that. But it has to be authentic. It has to come out of the space of um, your own circumstances. So there is this um, story about Buddha, after he got enlightened, spent the rest of like 30, 40 years teaching people what, what he experienced, what he learned. And he taught all kinds of people, but maybe back in the day, there were not that many people interested in this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but yeah. the, the, the idea is that he taught both the business people or the rulers, but also like the criminals and the lowest of the low. He didn't uh, discriminate between people. So it's important not to discriminate, but also it's important to realistically think of 
what is the group of people that you can serve in your community at this moment without any kind of negative effect to your life or to the life of your family. Yeah, and maybe example with Buddha is also good to show that a really strong person as Buddha, he can teach all kind of persons. But uh, if you stay realistic uh, about yourself, then Mm -hmm. you can say, for me, I feel that I can deal with this kind of people. So don't force you to deal with someone (laughs) you are not feeling really. Exactly. Public speaking is connected very strongly with teaching yoga because you are on the public, you are also speaking. It's definitely not an innate uh, talent uh, to be um, skillful in speaking. Some people have it, the other not, but mostly it's really a skill. That is something that you learn by the time uh, and something that you develop by practice, by teaching others. Again, relax in this way, speak publicly when you have something important to share, uh, then you will find the right way and means. Don't think that the things you want to say are not interesting for the others. If it's meaningful for you, then there will be for sure people for whom it will be meaningful as well. And here we have uh, some advices how to work on better public speaking. So first is just practice, practice, practice. The second one, what I also like a lot and did for myself, is a, a voice training where you really learn just more how to work with your own voice. Also, just listening to the music, mindful listening, sounds meditation, where you connect with the sound itself. It helps a lot to open or to find this power in yourself. Working with your energetic center with the fifth chakra, Vishuddha is the yogic way on working with speaking. It makes you more creative in the way how you express yourself and also much more sure, just self-confident. One of the things that worked very well for me were to record myself just easily on your phone. You just record your class and at the end you can listen to it. Always we sound differently as we sound for ourselves in our head, the sounds just different so at the beginning maybe you are a little bit afraid of what you hear there it will be other thing that you expect but um, sometimes you will hear that you're much better when you listen to yourself than you thought about yourself Mm -hmm. it's kind of gaining on self-confidence sometimes you will hear some things that you could maybe avoid this um or other things or the way how you explain maybe that how you can optimize the way how you explain specific exercises so it's kind of a mirror for yourself and if you do some video recordings for yourself it's also very 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 a working tool i think this is used also by public speakers they they recall record a lot um, themselves just to learn on on this the video Mm. sure so there are two aspects that i would like to add uh, that just came to me naturally at the moment spontaneously one is that um, public speaking and learning how to speak uh, to other people has a lot to do with self-acceptance so nadia asked me like a question like how do you personally do it how did you learn to speak publicly and feel more confident? One would be to just practice, just to do it. And two would be to become self-aware and accept yourself as you are. So the aspect of recording yourself is not only 
like this kind of like give you a technical record so that you can make it better, but also to realize how it is you sound and how it is that people might perceive you and to accept that, come to terms to that. Because this is you. Who would you rather be? How would you rather sound? What kind of voice would you rather have? What kind of face would you rather wear? It, it really is so unimportant. There, there are no perfect people out there with perfect bodies, perfect faces, perfect voices, perfect thoughts. We're all doing our best. And the best you can do for yourself is to accept the way that you are. Of course, you can still perfect it. You can still work on it. You mm -hmm. can still develop it. But it's very important to, to have this inner confidence, this basically love. Like you would love um, your own child or your own pet just with, without conditions. Yeah, and when we are confident, we are relaxed. And when we are relaxed, you can always see it on the person, on the movement and on the voice. Um, the voice is getting more deep, more low and uh, more slow as well. If we are nervous, yeah, we are tensed and that also tends our voice cords. Voice cords. So the voice also getting higher and kind of sounds squeaky, squeaky, <laughs> not stable. Nervous. Uh, <laughs> and in this way, you can, if you are really having, uh, feeling yourself nervous, you can work from the other side and try to speak more deeper voice. So just deeper it by intention and that will make you at the end more relaxed by but also try to relax yourself yeah to relax your tummy to sure uh, to do the di diaphragm breathing and there are a few like lessons on youtube or you can read some books about it how to breathe properly or do the voice training or do singing classes usually the teachers they teach you how to work with your diaphragm and how to work with the air that you get in because to produce a vibration with your vocal cords you are using the air and your inner muscles to 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 create a push and pull in your body. And, and so another aspect of public speaking that I wanted to add that came to me spontaneously is that in my own personal observation and, and my opinion, I guess, all the greatest public speakers and the greatest yoga teachers, they are all readers. They're avid readers. They read lots of books. They are bookworms. The, they have accumulated an, a tremendous amount of, of knowledge and, and um, different ways of, of dealing with subject through many different references, many different books, many different people that inspire them. And very often to speak well in public, to be able to fish for the right word, for the right thought, for the right way of expressing it, has directly to do with the inner vast pool and resources that you have accumulated previous to that. You can really choose well when you have something to choose from. <laughs> That's um, completely true. But sometimes, yeah, the fears uh, between of the knowledge and your uh, speaking this, your knowledge that you can completely get stuck. Um, but of course, you. What I was also thinking now is every public speaking is it's kind of presentation you are doing. And normally, when you do some presentation, you prepare yourself. You maybe even learn uh, the text, the script, the script by heart. So when you are teaching yoga, of course, all these small ways how you 
explain, for example, triangle pose. It should be with the time. It's it kind of uh, your normal way of speaking. You don't have to think about it, how you will uh, explain triangle. And um, all these uh, small bits plus your own self-awareness will help you with the time to deal with your fears and they will be less and less <laughs> and less. Exactly. And when you are making this um, step into the being a public person, being a teacher, being an authority, being a speaker, being someone that people come and want to listen to, you are entering into the world of love and hate because it will be natural that some people will like you and others will not like you because we are so different and we are in different places in our life and in different states of consciousness and some people relate to you and others don't and it's completely normal. The the point is is that you you are you you should or at, at one point everyone uh, in their journey in their spiritual in their personal self development journey have to come out of the shadow and share with the community what it is they believe the truth is and what is important to them. It doesn't have to be on a big scale. You don't have to go and speak on TEDx or uh, give like uh, speeches to thousands of people in the stadium or become some kind of a guru. The point is that you are speaking to, to the group of people that believe in you, that listen to you, that have interest in, in being there with you and you're giving everything you can to them. You're doing your best. And this way, again, a small, um, what I would like to add, uh, once I was at the public speaking Anastasia was giving, and my feeling, and it was really like this, because you now you were speaking about that you speak uh, in front of the group that is interested. And of course, it is always the setting at the beginning, but then it can, something can happen that people don't accept immediately what you're saying, because what you're saying is different. And in this way, not to get in the fear, yeah, to stay ro rooted, to stay with yourself, to just to continue to breathe is very important and uh, be kind to the people to the things that they say kind of like contradiction with you and they say oh you can talk more yeah about basically it. Nadia is referring to a situation we had where um, we came to this group of people uh, and uh, I was supposed to speak on uh, on a subject of um, marketing uh, for yoga teachers and also different ways that you could um apply your passion for yoga that is not only about teaching yoga to others. And because of the internal group dynamic and because of the difficulties that these people were going through in their teacher training that specific day, uh, the energy was really low <laughs> in the beginning. And uh, the, the, there was uh, a, a, like this awkward moment, you know, and, and People were kind of like distrustful and unsupportive and critical and uh, asking difficult questions and all of all kinds of like nightmare yes. <laughs> aspects for for a person who comes, you know, like with an share open heart, heart yeah. to, to share with the people like really, you know, actually I'm doing it for you and not for myself. Like I really have a bunch of things to do in my life, but I'm doing this right now here and you don't even like me. <laughs> um, but, you know, but I, I realized that these things, they have nothing to do with me or who I am. We all are coming from a variety of backgrounds and situations and we bring many different things we bring baggage to our to, to our to our specific situation and and uh, i knew 
that what I was offering was of value and I knew that I didn't wrong them in any way. I didn't uh, do anything unethical or anything that I would not have been proud of. So I just spoke my truth and uh, I was as compassionate as I can be, but also a little strict because sometimes, you know, when you're like too nice and too soft, people can perceive it as a weakness. Mm. Um, So you need also to show a little bit like okay guys really right now you give me this position of speaking in front of you and that's what i'm doing so show some respect (laughs) you know um yeah so learning takeouts and i just would like like to to add one more Ah, sure okay because we were now speaking about public speaking and i would like to go back to teaching and when you teach from uh, in front of people that don't know you it's a new group maybe you're on some festival or somewhere on some event uh, it's completely different situation when you teach in front of your students oh, yeah. uh, where the people know you and trust it's again the topic that um, you not always teach in front of a group of people that really love you yeah they, they don't know you yet and i had also situations in my life when i start to teach and the people were like oh what's that it's completely different it's maybe also different expectations mm-hmm. and at this moment um it's again very important to be to have this self-esteem you you know very well you, what you're doing exactly as anastasia said while speaking you know very well you are not coming to uh, ha- uh, harm so you can speak it uh, out and say hey guys now um, just will do th- something you maybe never experienced before. But it's another way, just um, try it and see. And um, at this point, you you should be a little bit an animator. Yeah, yeah you really have uh, use a bit of this humor. Th- humor and theater and really animate people. And uh, in all these situations, I know that at the end, I could win their hearts and they were really thankful at the end. They said, yeah, thank you that you brought me through this experience. Um, and what helped me in this uh, situation was really knowing what I am, what I'm doing and staying, sticking to it. Don't let the people um, take you out of your, uh, of yourself. Of your inner center. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so learning takeouts. We have three questions for you and after you answer them, hopefully it will be helpful for you to make a progress in your own public speaking and also fears around teaching yoga. So number one, uh, what are your biggest fears around teaching yoga? And where do you think they're coming from? So maybe someone told you something, maybe the fears are coming from your childhood uh, because you were bullied at school or whatever. You know, uh, try to make a connection between the fear and some past situation in your life and realize that the past has an effect, but it has nothing to do with the present moment. So number two, what could help you overcome these fears? Who could mentor you? So think of how you could deal with those fears directly, maybe train yourself um, to do things differently so that you feel more comfortable, maybe do some kind of technique that relaxes you. And who could mentor you? Maybe ask for some help from somebody that you really admire or respect and ask them how they do it. And then question number three, what would be a perfect way for you to learn and practice public speaking? So think of the situations in which you could end up, where you could learn the skill, because it's a skill. It's not really a natural ingrained talent. Of course, some people are better at it and some are worse, just like some people are actors, you know, but still it is something that is accessible to everyone. Thank you for listening our episode number nine. And next time we will speak about continuous learning. Bye bye.
Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper. With you were Anastasia and Nadezhda. Feel free to connect to us over our webspace yogateachershelper.com, over Facebook and our email.